Are you listening? Did you hear him? Did you hear him? That little brat is right. I've told you if I've told you once, I told you a thousand, 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 thousand times. We need new attractions. What's going on here? <laughs> this is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 461. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. Let's laugh. Sorry. Let's all laugh at the duck Dunaway. Oh, sure. Laugh at the duck. Easy target. Mm, yeah. Wabbit season. Duck season. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> okay, guys. I, I know it's been a rough week for all of us, mm. but, I, but I got some good news. I found out what happened to all our talents. And I was able to retrieve them and put them into this sack. But before everybody starts touching my sack, let me make sure I have the right talents. Let's see here. I have a blue-collar hick accent. Randy, I think this one is yours. And I have a, and I have a bottle named Saturday Night 180 Proof. I'm assuming that one goes to Ibbett's house. All right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I have an alternate title card with a booger on it. Pretty sure that's yours, Scott, and gross. Is and finally, <laughs> you're always doing what? You're, you're grossed out by them. Okay, and finally... Yeah. Here's my box of intros that I won from the devil in a fiddling contest down in Georgia. All right. <laughs> Everybody grab my sack and hold on tight. Whoa. Wrong sack, guys. Whoa. I believe I can fly. That's right. <laughs> I believe you guys have touched my guy. <laughs> hey, I, I, don't, I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this intro either. But. <laughs> it's good times. Oh, true. man. Here, here's a true story. I know. True story. Uh oh Yeah. Uh, at one point, I had both a parody of I Believe I Can Fly and right. uh, a thing about all four of us losing our powers, our film sack powers, oh. as an intro. And I went yeah. I, I went off both of those. Oh, my gosh. Good plan. Third so glad option. You, glad you took them. Can't wait to get to them. Also, Let's do some more singing. Oh, yeah. There's a, that's always good to sing. <laughs> With us also, Randy, I think this movie is secretly pro-performance-enhancing drugs. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Randy. I met her on a court playing basketball where you shoot some hoops and your shoes smell like Gorgonzola. Gorgonzola. She walked up to me and she asked for the ball. I asked her her name and in a rabbit voice she said, don't ever call me doll. <laughs> well, I didn't know they had girls in bunny lore. And I'd never kissed a woman rabbit before. But Lola made the hearts come out of my eyes. We did what rabbits do, and to my surprise, we now have a really, really, really large brood of the baby bunnies, and they're hungry for food like granola. Uh, G-R-A-N-O-L-A. Bugs Bunny just wanted to get laid, y'all. Oh, wow. Duh. Wow. He's always doing that. He was pretty horny. Auga! Yeah. Auga! Yeah, very Tex Avery. Uh, with us finally, Brian. 
Utah native Sean Bradley really is that freakishly tall Ibbet. All right, well let's uh, let's tie all the let's let's put this rug on the floor and tie the whole room together, shall <laughs> there we? You go. All right, let's do it. Uh, thank you for calling Hollywood Standards and Practices. This is Tony. Ah, uh, yes, thanks for calling me back. You're with uh, Warner Brothers about the reboot of the 1996 film Space Jam. Good, good. Ah, well, you know it's an, it's 2020, so it's a different world now, and we've looked over your proposal. And we have a few small adjustments we need to make. Uh, first up is the relationship of Bugs and Lola Bunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We feel that his advances are a little too aggressive for life post the Me Too movement. So we'd like you to add some bits of dialogue where Bug, Bugs asks Lola if she'd permit him to kiss her. Yeah, yeah, I'm serious. Also, we'd like you to replace the noise that Bugs makes after he kisses her. You know, the ooga ooga with, yeah, thanks for the consent, Doc. Uh, the rest of the list is pretty standard stuff. Uh, Daffy Duck lisp shaming, um, Yosemite Sam gun violence. Uh, Elmer Fudd, gun violence. Uh, this is one we need to discuss. Porky Pig. All right, he wears a hat, he wears a bow tie, and he wears a jacket. But he's he's not wearing pants. What do you think about a nice pair of Dockers? Hello? Uh, Abadia, 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 yes. Hello? Abadia, 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 hello? You know the ooga sound? I'm pretty sure it comes from the fact that our old A models and T models had that type of horn on it, right? Yeah. So I'm assuming you used to that's ride around town. That's where the sound town. comes from. Yeah. yeah. Ooga. Yeah. Its use Ooga. was just like, uh, I don't know, because it was always a little bombastic, right? So they just used it for right. for freaking right. out about the ladies, I guess. I, I mean, do you, was it was it the pre-Mr. Microphone way of hunking at ladies back in the... I uh, think it was. Ooga. <laughs> <laughs> Ooga. God. It probably if I was, was in the car right now, I'd blow my horn. Yeah, oh, God. exactly. Uh, I used to have one of those horns, by the way. That you could, it would do that exact sound. I don't know where I got it. it was some novelty we used to, thing. We used to ride around in my uh, stepdad's. He had like a A model and a T model, and a bunch of older classic what? cars, and they. Oh, it was so much fun. We would on a lot of Saturdays to keep those things running well. We would hit the road and ride up and down the road going like 25 because that was about max it would go <laughs> that's awesome sitting back in the rumble uh, seat hey everybody i like i'm afraid how's yeah, it going yeah there's a uh, an old car club that gets together every sat every first saturday of the month in uh, golden colorado which is just you know five minutes away from where i live yeah. and um if you're driving anywhere in arvada at the right time you see this kind of this uh uh train this uh convoy of all these old cars heading <laughs> towards big old convoy. to, to yeah. cruise yeah oh i exactly. like that kind of stuff like they're in the summer here um in this little main street thing we have near us they do every other thursday is one of those and they they come and park all these cars everything from 70s muscle cars to old model t's to modern stuff just you know oh, somebody where so and it's cool. i love that kind of crap i could go yeah, hang out yeah, there all day fun. cars are cool man i I miss that kind of crap. Like, oh, our I, love affair in America with cars is amazing. Go ahead, Randy. Sorry, I, I just can't. I can't stop noticing how you know, in this time of social distancing, everybody is, uh, like, just completely trying to to sort of approximate how they used to behave. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> so like, uh, I, I I was really really impressed because my niece uh, posted yesterday morning on uh, like Facebook this video of her you know like she's now got her kids at home right and she's been sort of homeschooling them for weeks and weeks but they still have a teacher and that teacher is we're also working from home and it was the teacher's birthday and they wanted to you know they wanted the kids to wish the teacher a happy birthday and so the, the way they did it was they all paraded through the neighborhood in their cars mm. and pulled up and said happy birthday one by one Aww. right yeah mm -hmm. and that's cute yeah. and everything 
but it's weird. Mm. It's it is a weird. little bit creepy, you know? It is weird, yeah. <laughs> we are right now. It's only, it's <laughs> right. only, it's hey only yeah, it's only in the context that we're in <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. In the context we're in right now, it's cool. Makes sense. It's sweet. It's nice. Whatever. But is that the like the new thing? Like at a car at a car show, are people gonna, you know, still have car shows, but they just don't get out of them. They just go park, you know, and just mm, sit there right. in their own little dome. And don't little... and don't touch the cars, yeah. right? Like yeah. that, that would be a no no for everybody to touch the same surfaces yeah. and that kind of thing. Don't touch my stingray hood, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. That's a not a oh, euphemism. The, not a euphemism. Right. Yeah. Oh, this this movie this week. Uh, when they shut down the the NBA because yes. of a possible uh, yep. germ, I was like, "Can we not escape this? Yeah, can we I not?" Know. I thought Space Jam was the one place we could be safe <laughs> from here's anything my, related to what's going week, on. Here's how my week went. So Thursday, watch Space Jam, and I see this. Ah, oh, we're shutting down the NBA. It's like, oh god, that's too close. Right. And then I watch Futurama, <laughs> and the the episode I watch is the one with the big. It's a four part episode. It was a movie, and then they turned it into four. Uh, four episodes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Beast with a million with a backs. Billion. Billion oh, backs. I love that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And it starts with this that. big scar in the sky. This this universe gap that takes you over to to David Cross, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> one of the first things that they show is after this big scar is in the sky. Uh, all sports events, sporting events, have been canceled. Oh, Man, <laughs> same day. I right. see all this stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. That's and it's weird. It's how that stuff be, jumps out. It's got to be that we're just noticing it. And we and it, it, it's always been there. Sure. This has always been what? like a. Well, they've always know. closed down sports. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, sure. Yeah, there's there's been movies. It's, it's yeah, kind similarities of the though. Is the uh, seeing an old movie with the twin towers in it? Yeah, you don't think right. you never thought about it until nine eleven, and then now right. anytime you see a skyline for New York, right, you're either thinking, right. oh, that's where the twin towers would be, or oh, there's the twin towers that aren't there anymore. Yeah, right. It's, uh, you're right. That's exactly a good. That's a good comparison. Uh, it it is weird, but in this movie, it's especially weird because that's the actual. I think that was the NBA commissioner at the time. Yeah, I forgot some his of this name. stuff was real life footage. That was actually oh, real much. life footage from his retirement. Uh, right. Michael Jordan. By yeah. the way, what are we talking I was about this week? About that. Oh yeah, that, Space Jam's the movie we're talking yeah. about. By the way, <laughs> so it was really quick before we get off the subject. The retirement announcement. I thought they restaged that because they go, they start panning up from that like it's oh the one at the table yeah 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 that's that's yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's not the real footage at first i thought it was and i'm like oh that's a good way to yeah that was stuff. fake that was that was all but movie. then it pans up and i'm like okay they would they wouldn't have had the forethought to like <laughs> yeah they're not gonna have <laughs> hey, multi-cuts do a movie in a few years and we really want to have a scene where we pan up from the uh, yeah from they the don't table. have multi-cuts or a film camera as opposed to some video right. news camera like all that stuff <laughs> right. is, was crap also it would have been four by three and that sort of thing uh yeah no the but the parts like where he would come out on the court and you know a lot of the gameplay stuff obviously the um except when he was with cartoon people those were all real but uh yeah yeah those were all real shots with the cartoon people (laughs) yeah scott yeah with the cartoon people but then but my point is like when the commissioner guy gets out there and does his thing he's faking it and just talking but that's the actual Mm -hmm. dude it's kind of like when they showed Mm -hmm. who's the other coach that called the game. Well, I forgot his name, but anyway, and those other players that did other players, Muggsy Bogues and yeah, but the, even, Barclay, but even Barclay, the ones that yeah. weren't them, the, the players that just got a half second on screen, like, uh, who's the, who's the guy from Croatia? I always forget his name. Uh, oh, Lottie Divox. Divox. Yeah. That dude, he's there with his gas mask and stuff. And man, it's good. They didn't use them much. Cause they're acting as freaking right. shit show. Oh, McGee. It really a, is. Really right. Bad. I'll I'll tell you I was a little at first I was like oh Michael Jordan's a little bit stiff but then I started thinking about I was like man you could put any 
even a great actor in a green screen back in 1996 because that's what he was most time he was yeah. doing he was just mm-hmm. he was just mm-hmm. acting against a green screen which was <laughs> not as usual as it is today yeah he was know, a lot more natural much harder to do and they hadn't really perfected like how to train somebody to act in front of a green screen right I'm not, but i'm visualizing like when he gets mushed into a ball by the right yeah the muscular players how he has to do the whole you know and, <laughs> the monsters <laughs> call them as they are Sorry, the monsters. thank monsters. you team get it like uh, monsters. I, was, I was actually really really impressed because jordan i mean he wasn't an actor I'm, i you could tell he had been taking some acting lessons right before making this movie and he had been in some commercials but i mean this movie was supposed to just be commercials right like this was going to be some you know some using warner brothers properties to advertise nike shoes Mm. and it got stretched and stretched until they decided let's just make a whole movie that'll be great well the trivia basically says that they had a there was a um i guess there was a series of commercials that did air that were him and Looney Tunes characters. I don't know if they were for Nike or one of the other, pro- you know, I don't know what it was, what it the product was. Had to be Nike. Probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. he did McDonald's and did other stuff too, so who knows. But uh, at the end of it, they that's where the idea came from. Somebody, the producers were like, you know what, we are, we could do a whole thing and it would be a big deal. And it was, it made a bunch of money. And uh, there's still people who look back at Space Jam from, you know, kids who grew up in the 90s who think it's the greatest freaking thing ever. My kids love it and they were born and my my daughter was born the year after this movie came out my my middle daughter and she loves this movie i was talking to her about it over this week over the weekend she goes oh i love that movie so much so there's like you have to if you were born this is concentrated 90s yeah it's like somebody took a sugary drink and said how can we concentrate this into the 90s and and it's concentrated good and bad 90s yeah right i agree with that yes randy it was it was like the conclusion of everything that was being fed to us Mm. so like uh, like we it, it's it's kind of hard to explain to like someone like my child how exciting it was and how like global it was from our perspective it actually wasn't from the global perspective but from our perspective there was a world of excitement around the 92 dream team like mm-hmm. that you just can't I, I can't overstate it i don't know what to compare it to yeah the idea that the olympics were going to allow professionals and we had most of them in this country mm-hmm. and we were putting them all on one team like i had i had the poster of them all on my wall and for a long long time i could name like 14 people who were on the dream team and there was so like this kind of movie comes along and you don't care you're a kid with a poster on the wall you don't care if michael <laughs> jordan can act and so like that stuck with me and now i'm watching it again i'm like oh he actually did a good job he's pretty good yeah he did all right yeah he did all right he got with the mm-hmm. material he was handed he did okay and i was that was maybe my biggest takeaway from this was that jordan wasn't bad especially when he was working around people and not green screens mm-hmm. well, like, it's you pretty good the feeling that you don't get the feeling bill murray gives you anything like i, I was like i feel so sorry for michael jordan right now <laughs> he's having to act in a scene with bill murray who just looks funny but is like totally stone-faced mm-hmm. yeah wow yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's weird but Anyway, watching him do that was was great. It also, you know, you get to see Larry Bird's not a good actor. 
Um, but but, <laughs> but we, we knew that. We knew I mean, that. We knew that. <laughs> but what's nice about Larry Bird is you can give him a situation and just have him be cranky, and it works. It's fine. Just, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, all right, just pretend Bill Murray wants to be on the team and tell him to get over it. And whatever, just riff on that. We'll do 20 takes. We'll take the best one. <laughs> exactly. So it's yeah. just a it's Do a weird... like you did for that McDonald's commercial with the nothing but net. <laughs> now, now, who surprised me, and I, I never could figure out how creeped out I was supposed to be with Charles Barkley's character and his acting and just it <laughs> I just couldn't figure it out I'm like what is this what were we thinking about Charles Barkley at the time well, I what? love Charles Barkley as a player I do. and as, as player. I, I like him as an antagonist in the NBA it was one of my favorite things about him is that he was just kind of an a-hole and, right. and a villain and it was almost like a little pro wrestling in in uh injected into the NBA and I used to love that about him he was also a very good player. That helps, right? Like he's a legitimately yeah, yeah, good yeah. player. And I my memory of Space Jam is that he was better in it, that he had more lines in it, that he was actually more actively in it. And I he think was I'm thinking in of a good bit. He was, but I think Walk I'm thinking of his cartoon alter ego, the guy that took his talents. I think that's who I'm thinking of. <laughs> right, right. I think that's it. Well, in the in the movie, he's kind of like he's like a loner out of all the ones that had his talent stolen. He's got like his own thread right. that he's running through. Everybody yeah, else is yeah. going to the doctor, and he's like, he's, <laughs> he's looking. He's over there. He's, he's like Charlie like, Browning through town, yes. looking for a yeah. place to go. <laughs> right. And this weird, this weird street court thing with a bunch of uh, you know future hopeful Punks. WNBA yeah. uh, basketball players, yeah. and 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 they're playing this weird uh, sexy music over top of it. Yeah. I'm like. I don't understand what I'm supposed to be feeling right now about right. Charles Barkley. Am I rooting for Charles right now? I know. Am I? <laughs> what, is, what is this? Do I want him to do yeah. well? Like, what do I want out of this? Uh, by the way, we can get this out of the way early. The weirdest uh, IMDb photo goes to director of this film, Joe Pitka. Oh. Agreed. Uh, you need to go look at what Joe's. this guy's I doing. Joe's. Let's see here. This is an amazing photo. And <laughs> oh, I love Joe. God, if I could look like this, yeah. wow. I would be this. Yeah, yeah. He's he's really <laughs> swinging it. Um, but this guy's famous. This dude's mo cool. He's mostly famous for like a lot of old Pepsi commercials. He did the Michael Jordan or the Michael uh, Jackson stuff that was famous. I think the one where he burned his head. He did. Uh, I yeah. would. At was seeing the photo, seeing the name, and even seeing some of the other photos that they show down below. Uh, I would not expect that the first thing out of this out of this bio is Joe Pitka was born in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, USA. Right, yep. right. Yep. <laughs> born, you know, in a small cabin in Dusseldorf, Germany. Yeah, it looks like I was born in Kiev in the middle of the night. Right. Yes, by exactly. two. I mean, yeah, exactly. His his, his big photos. His big photos <laughs> interesting. His big photo is definitely interesting, but I think that first photo underneath it, the ten photos with him doing the scoping through the uh, through the lens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's memeable right there. That's like you a, put a you put a pirate ship behind him and it yeah, fits perfectly. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be taken. <laughs> I think I can see Michael Jordan's hair is on fire. Yeah. What did he do with Michael Jackson? Because the very next picture is uh, the uh, the Pepsi commercials. Pepsi commercials. Yeah, oh, the thing I said right before all this. <laughs> right. Red, red light on you, the. You were uh, still. You were so focused <laughs> on that picture. I think I was focused on the photos think. that I didn't hear that. Yeah. 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 He's uh, he's got. A huge list of commercials, but also just uh, music videos like Dirty Diana's video, the actual oh, Michael Jackson now video. Now, do we know, did he do the Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial? Uh, the it one looks like it. Famous, He's in it. The most famous of all uh, Michael Jackson Pepsi commercials? That's, That's which, what we have to infer. You mean the one yeah, where he yeah, burned his so. head? Is that the one you're yes, talking about? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I'm he, not talking about the one where Michael Jackson dances to some... 
uh, funk piece in front of a jukebox. Yes. Uh, as best I can tell, he's dude what did that, but I'm not sure which wow, one really? that is. There's a whole bunch of Pepsi work in here. I'll, um, I'll anyway. tell you what, I forgot. I also forgot how much a song can really just lead a movie. And uh, I believe I can fly. Just they, they, they open that movie. They open the movie up with it. It's like, we're just going to just get right into yeah, this but didn't it bug you because you wanted to sing i believe i can pee or something else because right. <laughs> right right what's we've, his name we've mutilated that one yeah, yeah right. I, uh, r kelly yeah i gotta say i i was unprepared like i haven't seen this movie in a long time i was unprepared like as an adult to for the movie to start and for me to be on the other side of the scene where now right. i'm the dad trying to get my kid to go to bed you know yeah and he's oh, all yeah. he's all excited and happy <laughs> Like, because I always, you know, I just always saw it the other way around. You identify with little tiny Michael Jordan, right? Sure. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, I actually thought, like, man, this is a, I, I had my expectations set a little too high by the first man. scene in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's basically. Have roughly. we finally crossed over to where we're the principal in the breakfast Absolutely. club as opposed to the uh, the kids in detention? Oh, no, 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 not, not <laughs> like, not, like, I will always <laughs> identify with Ferris Bueller, right? Mm. But he, he doesn't, uh, you know, like, he doesn't have. A, a relationship with that principal. The principal's just the villain, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with the with the gummy bears in his pocket. No, no, no the kid with the gummy bears gives them to the principal at the end. That's what That's it right, is. Yes. Speaking of another psycho who uh, probably uh, has child porn on his computer right now. But anyway, <laughs> uh, poor Jeffrey Jones. Yeah, poor Jeffrey Jones. He was good in you know Deadwood. I liked him in that. Mm-hmm. He's good. Sure. In Anyways, this. Uh, all right. So that's your director. This is written by like five people. So I don't know why it took so many people to write it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but I, it's it's all over the place now the as, as far as the as far as the actual story itself is pretty you know it's 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 fine it's shallow it's, it's, it's fine it's very shallow i mean some of the stuff i was like are y'all trying to hit me over the head with a subject saying that you know uh being a celebrity especially a athlete is kind of like slavery and that's where we're going with you know this big moron mountain where the where the people with the money are that make decisions for you and i was trying to dig deep i don't know if they're going that deep now yeah they sure do bring up slavery a lot in this film yeah Yeah. like a surprising amount yeah newman newman says it a couple of times uh yeah freaking bunny Bunny. demonstrates it wants to be slaves and i'm like oh okay let's just have a trope alert on that because it's okay i like i can do that like one of the main thrusts of the film is we break the fourth wall to acknowledge that we know what we're doing. You know, like mm, there's right. there's a scene where uh, Wayne Knight literally lists all of the product placement. Mm-hmm. Like oh, he yeah. just names every product that you're gonna see. Mm-hmm. Well, he may be basically yeah. he he mentions all the the famous Michael Jordan endorsements. So he mentions Hanes, yeah. McDonald's, Nike. Uh, what was the other one? There's another one. I I, read, I capped it too, so we'll hear it later. But it was he like named the, all the stuff he does commercials for. He basically rattled them off. In, in a yeah. in a cynical way, you as a viewer could just see it as, oh, this entire movie is one long extended commercial. Absolutely. And so the movie tries to get around that by saying, yeah, we know, we're here for that. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Hanes, Nikes, Wheaties, Gatorade, Big Mac, uh, McDonald's, and uh, Gatorade. Was the other uh, and one? then he says ballpark, but just oh. speaking of ballpark, but that's capitalized in this thing for some reason. Oh, weird. That is weird. <laughs> speaking of, I just ballpark. want to record <laughs> with your sponsor, Michael Jordan. <laughs> I just want to record for posterity that this we're watching this in the same, I don't know, two months or so since we all watched McMillions. Yeah. The you mm-hmm. know, the HBO documentary. Yeah. 
and uh oh my gosh man i love comparing these two things now I, space jam <laughs> and mcmillions for some reason they go together no oh, well they feel like they were right around the same time i mean it was late 80s early 90s when the mcmillions thing started but i think it was around wasn't it around 96 when they kind yeah. of started getting the hint and busting a couple people yeah i think they were like into the investigation at this point 96 97 yeah. and by 99 yeah. it was all starting to explode and so whatever. i'm sure between monopoly games mcdonald's was pushing the uh, the space jam toys <laughs> and the happy meal oh my sure. god oh Absolutely. yeah guaranteed by the way yeah. if you go uh this is just a, a side note we mentioned it before when we were talking about watching this movie but one of its one of the reasons it lives in sort of a little infamy space uh, is that the website created for it in 1996 has never been altered or changed yeah, or removed yeah. or anything. So it's still <laughs> up updated there. updated or, yeah. yeah. But exist. Yeah, go to mbajam.com and you will see. In Spacejam.com. Uh, I'm sorry, what did I say? mbajam.com. Mbajam. Space <laughs> Which jam. might actually still be a website too. I yeah, it might be, although I'll bet that's up to date. But anyway, they have never touched it uh you can go back through the internet archive and look at the, uh, the wayback machine thing and it's never been altered it's the same from day one as it oh, is today man. and it's still got every like these links work like uh let's see yeah. behind the jam if i click on that i get oh look at these frames holy shit well, and it's also like every right the frames at the top and then you've got the um the star background that makes every piece of text impossible to read yeah and- it's really bad but this was what we had. This was '96. This is what two years into the World Wide Web as a as a standard. Oh yeah, this jump, is, jump this station is. has the text here. You go click above to find out more about our sponsors <laughs> and the various hip sites that make WB Online the jamming oh, place that it is. Yeah, this is that is the most '90s ass thing you've ever said out loud, Brian. A bit like that is so. <laughs> Even funny. when I was talking in the '90s, I never said anything that '90s. Yeah. Now the only link, is... the only link there that goes to anything modern, you click on their terms of use at the bottom it takes mm-hmm. you to the modern warner brothers terms of use sort sort of like mm-hmm. boilerplate legal stuff and uh that link has always been the same link it's just that now it's like a, to a site that actually gets worked on and is updated all the time <laughs> but i kind of love that this has never changed i love that this is still here <laughs> and that there's like if they really are working on that sequel everyone keeps talking about with yeah. lebron or whoever's going to do it it's do they change this do they what do they do like, I don't know. Yeah. I think they. I think yeah. they make a new site that looks just like this. <laughs> oh, that'd be good. <laughs> their sound clips. Their sound clips give you a choice of either AIFF or Wave. <laughs> right. Oh. Right. Instead of <laughs> what? Like what was the old movie standard? MP3. Yeah. Or, uh, or no, it was like worse than that. What oh, was what were the old ones? I see. What was uh, the old player that that we're all glad went sound, away? Sound wave. Oh, sound? No. no. Win, sound. Win, win amp, amp, you fool. Not win no, amp. It really no. whips the llama's butt. No, win amp. Win amp is a player. No, what's something else? Yeah, real player. We're all we're all getting this wrong. It's something else. It was called, and it was, and it did video also. Real yeah, wasn't a real player. Real, real player. player that's real it. Player. All right. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, no, I couldn't yeah. hear him. It was everyone was talking at the same time. Yes, real <laughs> player is the thing I'm thinking of. And my gosh, that thing was a piece <laughs> of shit. What a piece of shit! Oh, that was horrible because you had to basically have it re-download a new real player every time you want to play yeah. audio because the updates every were time. I think every ten minutes. Oh, you yeah. guys, we suffered every through time. that. We knew it would get better. We just didn't know how soon. It but was that's just... okay because I was I was okay. I just sit there and stare at my hip hop Looney Tune shirt and I was <laughs> just zone out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. please, please go to uh, so if you're on spacegem.com, please go to uh, Stellar Souvenirs and then go to browser icons. All right, going right. Oh my god. 
All right. So browse. Oh, this links. This is an image link. Okay. Right. So. Says, Tired of that glowing N up in the corner? Change it to our hyper cool spinning basketball. Oh Unfortunately, God. this only works on a Macintosh running Netscape. Sorry, <laughs> Windows users. Hey, no problem. I get that. <laughs> Using ResEdit, which you can download from Apple. I'm going to click that and see what happens. Oh, can't find the server. Of course, that's. Oh, cool. surprise. Wow. Yeah. This is hilarious. Yeah. This you've is great. To, you've got to hack into your copy of Netscape to yeah, replace it with right. a spinning basketball. Yeah. This is really, really great. So go go visit it, listeners, if you're just bored. Uh, Space Jam. We were, doing, we were doing everything to the Looney Tunes during the 90s. Test them out. We had Spielberg in the early 90s doing the Tiny Tunes. And then we mm-hmm. had this hip hop Bugs Bunny thing going on that was everywhere and, and clothing. They were having a comeback, and, uh, but not one I wanted. Like, like one no. of the notes I wrote here is like, not enough, like you know, not not enough Chuck Jones, not enough Schlesinger, not enough uh, Mel Blank. Like, there's trivia yeah. here about Mel Blank's yeah. son. Uh, forgot his name. Noel Blank was originally booked to provide voices for all the Warner Brothers <laughs> Wait, characters. After last week's, after last week's Noel. Mm-hmm. That wasn't correct. I'm I'm gonna have to question you. What was the oh, name? Well, again? it's <laughs> Noel Emmerich. <laughs> I mean, his, his name is N O E L. I assume it's not Noel. I mean, it could be, <laughs> but but would, who would name a dude Noel? That's ridiculous. But anyway, somebody who likes Christmas. I think it's Noel. Anyway, he yeah, uh, sure he was Noel. supposed to do all the the uh, the male ver all the characters, all the male characters from Warner Brothers, but they couldn't get a contract done, so they replaced him with like four other people. One of them is Billy West, who I love, mm-hmm. but. Uh, it's just not the same. This is like when you see a Muppet movie and you're like, I know that Jim Henson's dead. I can tell that's not him. And it's just hard. Yeah. That stuff is hard for me. So I I struggle with all the attempts to reboot this classic stuff because I just yeah, don't it, know. I just, the, you can do voice it. work can be very important to, to some people when it comes to animation. It can be like it is on on level with the animation style itself. Yeah. Um, yeah. My significant other often will say, we'll watch something that I enjoy. And it's just like, no, I just can't take those voices. Those voices are bad. Yeah. They're no good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I've gotten like, so back for a second to the, um, to the Muppets, there's enough mix of old and new, like people who are still there doing Muppet voices. And then some who have had to come in where others have either retired or passed away. And I've gotten okay with it. I've come to terms with it. Um, the, the, you know, the charm of the Muppets is more than enough to make up for it for me. But when it right. comes to cartoons like this stuff, there are certain aspects to it that are hard to define. It's sometimes it's Mel Blanc who's all over these things, obviously. Or it's the style of the director at the time. Or I don't know. Uh, yeah, this hard is a unique to problem things. to have because yeah. animation characters can be eternal. And so we assume as we grow older that, you know, they, they stay the same age. But voice actors are subject to, to you know right. mortality like the rest of us. Right. There, there's another there's another thing here, which is as a kid, I watched the Bugs Bunny cartoons every Saturday morning for a decade. Yeah. You know, yeah. for yeah. ten mm-hmm. years of my life. Along with the show, and this is there. It, there yeah. wasn't like uh, <laughs> five hundred hours of different content there. I was watching the same things over and over and over. And so you you can't help but get that ingrained in you, like mm-hmm. right, like that repetition and 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 constancy. You just can't help it. That's it. for you know for the rest of my life. It's really really built into me. If I have watched every episode of Steven Universe, I've only seen it once. 
you know yeah. and i'm mm-hmm. only ever going to see it once i don't have time mm-hmm. <laughs> you know right. what i mean right like, i'm i'm not going to spend 10 years watching it over and over and over so when the voice changes and i realized that was a bad example cuz he actually gets older sure. but when the voice changes i just don't care as much it doesn't bother me you yeah know? that sort of stuff's weird but it, but but okay so here's another example of that the simpsons which is 30 some years on now um, we're not going to get into whether that's good or bad. I think it's good. Homer's in this movie. Oh yeah, Homer is in this. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Dan Kirsten, yeah. But when you watch stuff like that show, and you realize that if tomorrow Dan Castaneda died, mm-hmm. and they put someone else in as Homer, I don't care how good of a Homer impression the new person does, it's yeah. going to not be the same. It's going to yeah. feel Simpsons weird. Have been very lucky with you know not losing anybody. Yeah, very, very little. There's a few that they've lost. And, they, very and they've been close to like there were, you know, salary negotiations that I think they were going to bring in some mm-hmm. some pinch hitters to uh, some, do some voices. But I don't know. If they never, never did. Right. I no, mean, they I never, think they ended they up never got contracts. an episode without. Right. Kavner, no Koi, right? no Koi in advance of the uh, of the uh, Simpsons. There? That's true. Yeah. Well, the only so the yeah. only the, the major deaths that you've had were all side characters who only did one or maybe two voices. So you had um, Kerbopel was Kerbopel. That, I was forget her yeah, name. Marsha Wallace. Yes, she was awesome, but mm-hmm. all she did was her. So you could actually mourn the death of both the actor and the character and get and, you know, and make it work. But man, if you had you know what's her name who voices Bart or anybody like that die. Mm-hmm. I was, I was thinking thing, about like, with like with like uh, I was thinking about this with Bob's Burgers. If if um, mm. J. John Benjamin or whatever his name is, how do you say it? H. H. John, H. John I would say Benjamin. J. H. John Benjamin passed away. You just fold up and call, call it good. You're done. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I mean that 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 effectively ends Archer. That effectively ends Bob's Burgers. Yeah. But if you um, if Kevin Klein dies, you could probably either. You either kill off Mr. Fish Odor or you find a new actor to Yeah. You'd to probably have Fish Odor pass days. away in the sh- in the show and they'd make it make a story around it. I I could mm-hmm. see him doing right. that. Yeah. Anyway, that was a fun little I was side trying note. I was trying to imagine in uh The Simpsons who's the actor that's going to pass first. And it's probably Harry Shearer. He's the oldest by a, quite a bit. Yeah, he's an older And guy. I'm just like you can't murder all of his characters. No, no. <laughs> it would take no, half no, the show out. Yeah. You would probably yeah. have to, if him or Azaria passed Hank away. Azaria, yeah. Be uh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, right. Would be just, it'd be horrible. I mean, it would still be horrible if like Marge. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, uh, any of them died. Julie Kavner. Julie Kavner uh, died. Julie Smith or any of those people. Even died. though they, she only does Marge and her twin sisters. Mm-hmm. It, that's a big yeah. enough character. It would really be devastating. But yeah, you take out Harry Shearer, you lose Burns. You lose Smithers, you lose mm-hmm. uh, Kent Brockman, you lose <laughs> untold numbers of people in that town right, are voiced right. by Harry well, Shearer. It's gonna happen. I don't like I'm the sorry. I don't. I look. The show will probably. Here's what'll probably happen if I'm to guess. They'll get to a point. They've got. They're already the longest running scripted series in the history of any anything ever. So they'll something will happen. He'll get sick or he'll be. You know. I don't know what'll happen. And they'll go, you know what, guys? All right, final season. Let's do this. It was then, a good run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a good 35-year run. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Space Jam. It's a movie. Um, all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's a space. Well, I know it is a movie, but you know, how do you how do you feel about it? Because honestly, this is probably pretty close to top spot for me for American live action animated sports comedy films that I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess I guess uh, you you put in that uh narrow uh right. A top ten list. I guess it would be at the top. 
Right. Um, this was so first time watching it for me, and I know I've, all three of you guys from the way we've talked about it have watched it before. Yeah. Um, boy, I mean, the first thing, first thing I noticed, and and the thing that just bothered me all the way through, was the way they tried to make two dimensional characters look three dimensional by putting the most dramatic contrasty yeah. shadows on them. Yeah. yeah. That. Uh. That very, just drove, it, very it was like mixed results. Sands. It was I agree. that glaring. Uh, uh, very mixed results because there were a couple of times, like when they were sneaking around Jordan's house and the kids were seeing him, there mm -hmm. were times where it looked really good. And I was like, oh, that's because the whole world is in these contrast tones. But when right. they're out on the bright court or in their tune land or whatever, it just looks like bad uh, uh, airbrush. It looks like exactly yeah, airbrushing really exactly airbrush. what it looks like i'm yeah. with you i'm with it on that it's a weird it did not but that was that was but that was spot on for 90s because there was so much bugs bunny illegal merch out there that was airbrushed i mean it was it was it was huge <laughs> so they were huge. staring into it and saying let's absolutely here's, here's how we can own all that bad bugs let's bunny stuff is by making it. our stuff look just like it yeah. exactly <laughs> I want to give the people who made this movie some credit, though, for recognizing that in advance and slowly <clears throat> easing you into it. I thought it was really clever that the first time you see the animated characters along with other human regular real life characters in sort of bright lights, they put them in a trench coat and a hat yeah, and you can barely yeah. even see them and they actually depict the real life human not being able to really recognize that they're cartoons yeah, and i just right. thought wow this is a really self-aware movie right here where it's like it's like slowly revealing how this looks to you so mm -hmm. you aren't so shocked yeah i mean it was it was absolutely a step above and we're we're about 12 years no not even maybe nine years on from roger rabbit or something like that it was definitely a step above that like we've gotten places and we've done it we they've done a pretty good job I mean, I would I would actually argue that Roger Rabbit's a better movie because it's just more experimental and weird and and yeah. it gets a there's little dark. There's actually a story and, there. I yeah. mean, there's it there's, there's a lot of nods to other filmmaking. So I mean, there's a lot of more layers there than this. Yeah, the thing I don't remember about Space Jam that was, and and I'll and I'll just say my overall review is I'm a little mixed on it now. Um, I still think there's some fun whimsical stuff going on. I actually kind of like how lighthearted it is. I'm very fond of that era of the NBA. Um, I don't know that it's ever been a cooler time to be an NBA fan than it was in the nineties because primarily because Jordan was in there and just was the, it was great, exciting. he was the greatest man. He's just still the greatest. And yeah. it was a fun so time to superstars. watch so many, so many fun secondary stars in the NBA at the mm -hmm. time, both on, you know, with the bulls and otherwise it was the only decade that <clears throat> my Utah jazz ever got as close to a ring as they've gotten. And we just about had it and we didn't get it because Jordan was there to snatch it out. <laughs> what a jerk. So there's all those, you know, I have all these really fond feelings of the 90s and the NBA. So for me, all that stuff holds up and it feels good in there. And I like seeing them be goofy and fun. And, you know, Sean Bradley is a, he's from Centerville, Utah. He's, or uh, is it Centerville? Whatever. Utah anyway, connection. Big Utah connection. A very big, tall Utah connection. Mm -hmm. um, he's a giant. He's a genuinely Jeez. really nice guy, by the way. Somebody, somebody I know knows him. <laughs> And says he's just the super right. nicest guy. But anyway, the whole that whole thing is just very fond for me. But then I look back at it now, and it's just it's a little easy now to see how flimsy the story is, to see how pandery it is, to I don't know, just the kind of surface of it. And and it's not really like Chuck Jones is on the record, by the way, in a couple of interviews. Chuck Jones is still alive in '96, very critical of the movie, 
Uh, Chuck Jones, one of the greatest animation directors of all time, says he felt he, he felt it strayed too far from the source material. He says, in particular, saying that Bugs would never openly recruit others to his battles. Jones further maintained that Bugs, uh, the Bugs he worked on would have had single-handedly dispatched these aliens in short order. Jones right. uh, took also mm-hmm. took exception with the film's dialogue, feeling that some of the one-liners were inconsistent or inappropriate relating to the characters who said them. And mm-hmm. he's kind of right. This is already a, he's right if you compare it to the original content. However, Bugs Bunny had morphed. There had been plenty of uh, single releases of Bugs Bunny cartoons, and the Tiny Toons, of course, came along and kind of retro changed the characters. So, I mean, I agree. If you go comparison from there to there, I agree with them. Evolution, though, of Bugs Bunny through the eighties to the nineties, I think this just made sense. It's not, it, it yeah, it's in. not doesn't it's not too far from what I'd expect from Bugs Bunny as a character, you know, during the nineties, uh, right? During the nineties, um, yeah. I mean, I feel like if he's got a complaint, it's less about <laughs> yeah, characters would never do that or say that or anything like that. It's more like this movie is very specifically targeted towards one specific sector of the audience, kids. Even as a nostalgia thing, it's not very. I'm holding up my fingers to show how close it is. Yeah, um, yeah, even yeah. as a nostalgia <laughs> thing, it's not very. Um, it doesn't make me nostalgic to go back and watch Warner Brothers stuff like other things would. I love those. Right. I'm, like, I'm like Randy used to watch those all the time. Sure. But this didn't make me want to go back and watch them again. It made me just sad. For, for this made me sad. <laughs> yeah. I, I understand the Jones concern though because the Warner Brothers cartoons were made to be G-rated. That was their goal was to make sure that they were G-rated. They even took any of the adult humor they were trying to to utilize and they hid it, right? Mm-hmm. But this movie was made to be PG-rated. They did not mm-hmm. want a G rating and that's going to be incompatible They with gave it 13 screen. actually cuz there's, you know, references to balls and you know, lots it's, of like little insidery jokes that were kind of like, okay. but, but that was but that was very 90s as well. By this time we had had we're looking at Ren and Stimpy and Rocco's Modern Life. And so mm-hmm. to really be in this space, you had to be what you were. But once again, Chuck Jones is a classic. He's amazing. And I can't blame him because a lot of the things that we think of when we think of Bugs Bunny is thanks to him. Oh, yeah. Because, no. uh, so mm-hmm. I absolutely, that's that's his baby. He doesn't want people messing around with it, you know? I mean, yeah, it's, the, very, the, the truth is, it's his support. adopted baby. You know, there's so, right, there right. was so much Looney Tunes stuff in the Schlesinger years that were... Very different than what they ended up becoming, but when he Way got his hands on them, and he got yeah. his hands on all of the uh, characters around the franchise, it all settled into what it would become iconically, and the guy yeah. deserves the credit for all of that. So when I read this, I was a little bit sad, because on the one hand, I wanted to just take this stuff lightly and go, no big deal, but man, I revere Chuck Jones, and I can see yeah, what he's same. saying. Um, and, and I don't know, it's a fascinating thing. Uh, it did, this watching... Because Ibbett's right. There's nothing in this that would make, I think, any kids then or now go, hey, you know what I want to do is go binge some of the old five-minute shorts now because I'm in the mood now. But it did kind of make me want to go do that, not because this movie made me want to, but because I just want to go relive some of that. That that, mm. t- that decade Randy describes. of just, Well, maybe give yourself just a better memory of it, a better recollection of what it was, yeah. as opposed to having this be the the most recent uh, Looney Tunes thing you've seen. Like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I because that stuff have, holds up man def- it's so good i have very clearly defined definitions in my head of what i think of each decade of bugs bunny and i i think i can separate them and i i like this just fine because like i said this feels very much post tiny tunes 
which it was. Tiny and Toons really changed that whole it franchise. Changed it a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, but I do enjoy the old stuff too. But I, oh my god, I've watched so much of it. I, I don't even. Sometimes going back and watching it, I can't even. I can't even watch it because <laughs> I know it so well. Yeah. It, it doesn't even feel like I'm watching anything. It's right. like <laughs> you're just having your like brain. Yeah, it's just your brain going. Yeah, I have that sometimes. I mean, I feel that way. I, I, you know, other people. Tex Avery, I bring him up a lot. That dude was a huge influence on me as you well. You should go to TexAvery.com. What's going on over there? Has it been updated more recently than uh, the Space Jam website? Uh, probably 2008. Maybe. Oh my lord! Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is old. <laughs> yeah, I should know since I own that. Thank you for the clicking. You don't really own this, do you? <laughs> of course. You, you own this? Shut up. You own this Tex is my, Avery? This is my website, yeah. And Tex Avery's daughter once contacted us way early on. And uh, she wanted, she said, uh, you got to give that to me. And we said, uh, <laughs> according to who owns the uh, the copyright of Tex Avery at this time, yeah. uh, you do not. And it made me feel like crap because I love Tex Avery. And I, I hate to think about Brian, I didn't know this about you. I have new, oh, yeah. and now I have new respect for you because I didn't realize we shared so much respect for this dude. You literally own his domain. At the bottom, it says, "Please keep in mind that this <laughs> uh, this is just a fan site. I am not the actual Tex Avery." <laughs> amazing. No, I own the domain, this but is this amazing. is actually I I own the domain. But this is a very close friend of mine who actually has has maintained this website for years. Me and him worked, like I said, we. Yeah. I don't know how much he's maintained it. I friends. mean, it's, it's kind of very. Uh, my best friends. <laughs> it's kind of very 2008. It is very 2008. Yeah, yeah, 2000 and late. 2000 and late. <laughs> if you go to the wave sounds section where it's all waves, um, yeah, the very bottom, there's an animated gift flag and a God bless America. Yes. What's that about? Why is that on there? That stuff. <laughs> this was this was this was uh, so 2000. This is probably right after 9/11. Okay, we were all okay. very patriotic. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the last time it was updated. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, if, there, if, by the way, if Brian Dunaway maintained the site, it would go, oh, hi. This page is <laughs> oh, a tribute hi. to the genius of cartoonist Tex Avery. I'm not Tex Avery, you moron. <laughs> oh, hi, Scott and Brian, it would say. We nobody would know why. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, amazing. All right. Well, I didn't know this of you, and now I feel, I don't know, edified. Better for it. Yeah. I feel good. good about it. Hey. I love I love that Brian asked you to go to a very specific website <laughs> and then you went and you didn't immediately understand that he owned it. No, I had no I idea. It, it just funny. looks like Oh, you site. guys should try clicking that donate PayPal button and see if Yeah, I should totally yeah. see if that works. I'm not even sure it works anymore. It probably does. We need funds. It probably doesn't work. But you've got hey, that you know, whole thing where you've got the Google search where you can search the site or the ser- or you can search Google Google. Oh my right. lord. This is so old. All right. So old. So that's okay. We'll update it next week. It's amazing. Everybody gets a chance to look at it. It's amazing. Uh, Wayne Knight. Can I ask why we need. Okay. Here's why you need Wayne Knight. I can tell you why. Why do we need comedy relief? You need Wayne Knight because he wanted uh, the director wanted Michael J. Fox. He wouldn't do it uh, or the studio overruled it. They wanted Jason Alexander, another Seinfeld uh, current uh, alum at the time. He was still working on Seinfeld. Uh, Jason Alexander turned it down. Chevy Chase was offered the role, said no. Hmm. That was probably good. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, because none of those people would. So who do you get? You get but, Wayne Knight. But why the character? <laughs> I, I maybe not even. Okay, so I, I was playing that like it was Wayne Knight's fault. I'm sorry. Why the character mm-hmm. of Stan right. Podolak? Why? 
I mean, why, 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 why a comedy um, relief? I don't know why he was in needed. a sports it's a, comedy. It's a connection, like um, you know, Jordan gets pulled into this other other world to do all this. You almost need the Wayne Knight character as his connection to the real world for the audience. He's not he's not doing the role like you know like the um, the human representation of an alien that is our is the audience's voice in the movie but it's still like it's the it's the realism to the michael jordan in the other world connection now i see it like we're we're the fans Mm. that's who we are right okay i can see that okay yeah i think you're right i'll I'll put hitch my wagon to your star i think that makes sense uh did you guys know this the five nba stars that were had their talent stolen charles barkley larry johnson Muggsy Bogues, Bogues, Patrick Ewing, and Sean Bradley, none of them ever won an NBA championship, largely due to Michael Jordan winning six of them during the time they had their careers. What a jerk. It's like everybody yeah. got a freaking, it's, and there's so many more players than that that got, that not, didn't get screwed. But if you were a great NBA player during the Jordan years, you just, that was, you were, if you were on the mm-hmm. bull, if you were with the Bulls, yeah. good, good deal. Mm-hmm. You won. You were, yeah. you right were, his coattails right to the championship. Yeah, you were the, year. you were the Scotty Pippins yeah. of the world and you, and you benefited from this. But if you, but if Jordan wasn't playing, you didn't win and other, right. other people would win. It was such a great, oh, what a, everyone like, still uh, wants to argue. Oh, I finally got on Jeopardy. Oh, but uh, oh, Jennings is in the middle of right. his winning streak. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right, you don't want to be on the weeks that Ken Jennings is on there. Right, Utah right. connection. Anyway, I always, I always want to know about those guys who came up against Arthur Chu on Jeopardy for the first mm. time. The other competitors, yeah. I want to know about them. That must because have been you know, like fun. he was, he yeah. was known for playing dirty, basically. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. you know, like right. Arthur, Arthur Chu. Anybody? I don't know. I don't uh, know Arthur Chu. Would Arthur he, Chu. I mean, I know there are a few people who would always go for those, the bottom two rows to like ferret out the daily doubles immediately without right. going from top down um brad rudder is another one who used to do that but i don't know i don't know chew arthur <laughs> i don't yeah, know multi, you i don't know multi-time, multi-time, multi-time jeopardy champion who uh the other people uh always said what wasn't playing very fair and, really okay how do you not play just, fair at being smart yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, it's like saying Michael Jordan wasn't playing fair. No, he just took right. a lot of shots and you didn't. You know, like, I, it's, I just want to know uh, what those people think about yeah. their experience. What is the definition you know? of fair in Jeopardy? Oh, here he is. Yeah, he's Arthur Chu. Oh, I remember him. I remember him being on. Now I've seen yeah. his face. I know who this is. Sure. Uh, yeah, same thing. Anyway, same thing. Same thing. That's all. Oh, same kind yeah. of deal. He he just was same he, thing. bad time to be on there. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like, it says, uh, Chu first became known for the unusual style of play he adopted during his 11-game winning streak. But what is that weird? Let's see, response what? to gameplay style. He would spin aggressive. Around. His conduct to be unsportsmanlike. Oh, so so basically, it was more like he would. Uh, uh, one of the most common complaints about his playing style: he jumped from category to category, a strategy known as the forest bounce. As former champion Chuck Forrest, the force bounce. Oh, okay, force not like bounce. not like the Jedi force no, bounce. No. Okay, I got you. <laughs> no, I got you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, same kind of thing. Basically, he would he'd pick high value clues first because they're most likely to be daily doubles. Which again, um, that's well, that's not cheating. That's just a, that's living with that's yeah, living exactly. in the rules. Sure, I always got mad at him anyway. To the microphone, resulting in audible clicks when signaling. To throw oh, off the other I, players. Oh, would that throw other people off? I do hate when they do that. But that's not, <laughs> I, I didn't too, think it was a yeah. cheat method. 
Yeah. I guess it'd be more cheaty if you like leaned over to the guy next to you and kept clicking it right in his face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's not cheating. It's, it's not like he's seeing the questions play, in advance. He's it's playing just, aggressively. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. Just like Jordan. Jordan. Very aggressive. Jordan didn't, and Jordan right. didn't invent anything. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we we don't know that. He wasn't, he wasn't the beginning of anything. He was just good. He was just he might have really, really good. You know? And everybody mm-hmm. who wants to say today, well, you know, Kobe Bryant was amazing, no question. Uh, uh, LeBron James, amazing. These guys are great players. I still don't see in them what you what we saw in Jordan. I just don't. No, and I'm it was no. Just, uh, I'm, I'm not yeah, a lot seeing... of things came together at the time. It just it was just Steph Curry. All these guys are amazing, but I'm telling yeah, you, they would they would have all had a hard time beating Jordan. Is all I'm saying. Plus, I mean, way, everybody knows Jordan's a cartoon anyway, so I mean. Yeah, he's just a cartoon, man. <laughs> Speaking of uh, NBA players in movies, in like feature films, uh, go back and rewatch Van Wilder sometime. There's a throwaway scene where they're establishing Van Wilder, and he goes to a college basketball game and then goes into the locker room at halftime and gives a pep talk to the players, oh. and those are all NBA players. They don't have a line. None of them. Ha- all they have to do is sit there, and it's <laughs> so weird to mm. see all of these like in the moment NBA players uh, pretending to be college basketball players. Well, I remember. Uh, here's a couple of famous ones. Uh, the airplane movies had uh, Akeem. Or, oh, uh, uh, what's Will his Cham- name? Oh, not Will Chamberlain. Um, I can't think of his name. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, Kareem, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, yeah. Uh, and then the other one I think of all the time is Fifth Element had James Worthy as the alien guy that like shook his head and t- went back to lizard form. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's in there. And those guys usually don't get a lot to say, right? It's like just sort of mm-hmm. be tall and scary and you don't have to say much. Uh, when they get lines is a, when you uh, get in trouble, and I guess Kareem was okay with it. Billy Crystal movie was it Forget Paris? It must have been Forget Paris, which I I more connect for the great William Hickey moments in that. But he's a <laughs> basketball um, uh, ref, right? And it's got him fighting and arguing with like everybody who was popular at the time. Oh, that's right. There's a whole because that's he wants to get away from that or something or or mm-hmm. early in the movies he's fighting all those. That was I like that yeah. movie. That movie's great. Plus, Once it has, again, like one. you said, William Hickey in it going, you asked for it? <laughs> you <laughs> got it. Toyota. Toyota. When I was a kid, the, <laughs> the, the chance that a TV show or movie might just suddenly have Bill Walton as the postman or uh, they you know, have uh, uh, Dr. J just have a line in something, like that was huge to me. Mm-hmm. I always wonder, like, could my kid ever experience and understand absolutely that yeah. absolutely except it's going to be youtube stars yeah that sucks i don't like that that seems bad well, but you know still it, do you want that uh, okay this may sound like i'm not poo-pooing wi- youtube stars I'm poo-pooing the youtube stars but i kind of am because most of the youtube stars i'm not saying all of them there's some exceptions exceptions there's exceptions there's always you know outliers but <laughs> i don't like if it's if you're telling me that one day uh, one of those Paul brothers who do nothing but prank people for fun are going to be in movies and we're all going to go, ooh, look, it's that Paul kid. Uh, Jake Paul's in this. Ooh. They already do that. Well, I know, but it's already like little but cameos. It sucks. Yeah, but it's not movies that we watch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, not us, but maybe our children. Who right. Watch but, but only if you're them. into, like, I'm, not, I'm just saying that's objectively crappy. Like, it's objectively so, crappy to you. But so if, if aliens <laughs> came down and tried to still. 
if aliens tried to come down and steal his talent, you know, we wouldn't notice. But there's no talent. You know, the talent well, I know is what you mean. to be kind of handsome and young and an a-hole. Those are his talents. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I mean, what else is it? What else is there? I'm drawing this distinction around like something like Ninja being on The Masked Singer last year. Okay, I can oh, yeah. see because, that. Ninja's yeah. a because decent not, guy. He's a nice guy. That's fine. I, I'm saying that's not going to blow my kid's mind ever because mm-hmm. he can go watch 10,000 hours of Ninja on YouTube. It's yeah. the, it's all there. Right. Like, why would he be impressed that Ninja was on The Masked Singer? It means nothing. Because yeah. you because you crossed over into my other world, and sometimes that can blow your yeah, mind. Yeah, but, but, but Randy's making a point that his other world this other world doesn't actually exist for for a certain generation. They don't care about mm-hmm. traditional reality TV or otherwise as much as mm-hmm. we do. Like they just don't care. Like I think Randy's right about that. I mean, my kids care a little, but they're also older now, and they they kind of grew up in this, this in the is, middle time. This is what know? I this is what I know. This is this is what I know. I have a twelve year old in the house. Yeah, and she will occasionally go, oh, and she'll come tell me something about somebody. <laughs> doing something on something they're not usually on. And I'm like, that's great. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I'm and like, it's somebody okay. you have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> I know that her, I know her excitement mm. is yeah. there yeah. as, as okay. mine would have been like back in the day when I would run to my mom and go, guess what? Mm. You'll never believe it. Yeah. And so I, I had a really I, deep voice when I was 12. Anyway, yeah. I totally believe you. And right. I, I realize that I'm <laughs> overstating a point about how, exciting this was at the time because i'm trying to explain how it just doesn't work anymore and it's like in space in 2020 you know like if you don't have that connection to that time and what was you know what was being thrown at you as consumers it just doesn't work as well well they're about to do it so we'll see how it goes if if this if this sequel slash reboot slash whatever it's supposed to be space jam project gets space jammies two uh, then we'll see. Cause I don't, I don't have a, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it'll be fine. Maybe they'll figure out a way to make it work. I've seen weirder things like, you know, Fury Road shouldn't have worked yet. Here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I've seen fire and I've seen rain. <laughs> have you know. seen how excited Scott gets about Fury Road? And I don't know if you've seen it what? or not. Yeah. What? Weird. Is, uh, he likes this. He likes Fury yeah, this Road. Is, this is a, uh, a desert movie from a, <laughs> yeah, it's a desert movie. <laughs> the desert movie. Yeah. That's all it is. Um, Nailed it. Although, I mean, well, whatever. We'll, we'll have our chance to talk about this December's upcoming, um, uh, Denise Villeneuve version of Dune. It looks so mm. good so far. I can barely stand oh, yeah. sitting here and not watch, looking at screenshots. I think um, as long as there are people who are passionate about a thing, there will be continued excitement when that thing they're passionate about crosses over into something else. Yeah, unless I it's think. Jake and or and Aaron I think Paul. There will always be people. They're not Aaron passion. Paul. We like Aaron Paul. Jake Paul and his brother. What's his brother's name? <laughs> Aaron Paul. Sorry, I like right. that he's one of their brothers. Uh, I, he's lumped yeah. in. See, I, I think I think that's a yeah, that's kind of a cheaty, uh, you know, kind of off. I, I think that I think you're right. That probably is not going to excite very many. No, yeah, no, they're more they're, than you know. Their time is limited, dude. Have. Their time gotta, is limited. I gotta, I gotta carry this. They're all, all, of, all three of them. Their dad is Rand Paul, and their grandpa is Ron Paul. Yeah, I like yeah. it. <laughs> expanding this family get all the pauls i like it billy paul who did uh uh the song i can help that everybody thinks is ringo star <laughs> oh i didn't know that see and now i thought that i did think that was ringo star what the crap yeah. <laughs> damn it you always have these you have these things where my lifelong held belief about a cover 
or about a song is yeah. sh- my reality is always shattered because Brian knows who made it first or that it was a yep. cover that's amazing to me. I don't know how you know all that. It's almost as hey. if you should do a podcast about covers. I'm telling you. Oh, you told me that. You're <laughs> hey, missing a real opportunity. Any, yeah. Does anybody know if uh, if this uh, Looney Tune land ever became lore? Because, you know, deep in the bowels of the earth no. is now Looney Tune land. No. Did it ever? Okay. So it's not standing, canon. You are standing on the cavern they live in right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it ever. I don't think any of this became... And to get to it, you have to go through the title card with their logo right, on it, right? <laughs> or or a golf a uh, golf hole. Oh, right, a golf it's hole. A, a cup. Yeah, no. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, they talk. They say that in the newscast, uh, Michael Jordan was pulled through a golf hole. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm like, is there is there not a better name for what that is? It's I the mean, cup, right? The, they the named cup. a whole movie Tin Cup, cup but, because but that's cup, what it is. Yeah. Cup is in the hole. Okay, the cup is in there's the a hole, hole right? and you put a cup in it, but there's still right. a hole. I guess it's still oh. it is hole in one. By the one. way, by the way, Billy Paul did me and Mrs. Jones. Billy Swan did. I can help. Just oh. just to stave off oh. a couple emails. Okay, okay. Back to well the, done. Back to the hole. Back I, to the hole. I'm not sure people would even have known because you you still have more knowledge. Somebody even when you're wrong. out there would like <laughs> actually. Brian, look, even your miss knowledge on that or your correction on that is more knowledge than most people have about any of it so your mm-hmm. incorrect mm-hmm. thing is more correct than most people's understanding <laughs> all right so we do call it a hole in one so i don't know it just you sounds call it a cup in one yeah, yeah it is right. weird it, but it is weird to hear but a it golf called. hole golf hole does not sound like <sighs> It sounds like somebody golf who has hole. no idea what the game is. Right, calls right. it a golf hole. I just suck it in the golf hole. I know. Did, did y'all, did y'all knock that ball in the in the golf hole? Because that's how you it's get like, the points. It's like when Pence described the basketball rings or whatever. Oh God, he's uh, saying no. that. he called them basketball rings. <laughs> yeah, he called it like you know when they get the ball through the basketball rings. Wait a was minute, it, was it Pence or was it somebody else? And he's from Indiana, so that's yeah. Bad. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't wasn't Pence, but it was someone. Someone in Indiana, where and not and trying to talk local. Um, oh, that's oh, hor- that's crap. horrible. Yeah, I, I, this was four just don't. Years ago. They should just even. Yes. They oh, even uh, Ted talk. Cruz. That's Ted right. Cruz called it a basketball ring. He did. <laughs> yes. That's right. And he played basketball, with, you know, in college as well. Yeah. He played basketball against Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, <laughs> he did, yeah, and uh, that's true. actually beat Jimmy Kimmel pretty badly. Oof, Ooh, it was bad. I don't like hearing that. Well, um, at yeah. least he's got his own name for the for the hoop. Uh, all right, here's uh, okay. Check this out, Billy West. This is just for Ibit because he's watching Futurama. Billy West, Katie Succi, and Maurice Lamarche. Uh, they are all voice actors. Did a bunch of the characters in this thing. They would later go on to voice major and recurring characters in the Fox animated sitcom Futurama, which premiered three years after the release of this film. Hmm. There's also a weird thing to think about. It was only a three-year difference between Futurama and Space Jam. To me, it seems like 9,000 years difference, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yes. they're not. Uh, or at least 1,000 years. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I know who Billy West does, but I don't know who either of the other two people do voices because it's not... Uh, Katie Seagal, you know, Leela or um, right. DiMaggio? DiMaggio. Yeah, DiMaggio. John DiMaggio. Correct. Yeah. Uh, John DiMaggio. Maurice, yeah. I want to say Maurice LaMarche does the voice of a lot of people. And in particular, the one I love the most is the guy that always does the voiceover when it says items of interest or whatever. What's the, <laughs> I can't think of what that's okay. called, but he did, uh, I can tell you real quick. He was. Uh, Cass Salsi does. Uh, Hubert uh, Farnsworth, the, the Farnsworth child. Right. Oh, yeah. 
Um, Futurama, Futurama. I can't find it for some reason. Okay, here we go. Wow, he was Mo- oh, Morbo. He's Morbo. Freaking love Morbo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, uh, uh, okay. He does Calculon, Kiff, Morbo, mm-hmm. all those guys. Anyway. Oh, he's still, man, he's a busy dude. He is, right? Like he, Rick and Morty and uh, Animaniacs. Yeah. He's the new brain in the 2020 Animaniacs oh. reboot. Yeah. He was which in, I didn't know was a thing. He was Mr. Big in Zootopia. Oh, was, he was fantastic in that. He was a little tiny mouse uh, that was also a mobster. It's very, right. very good. Wow. Oh, speaking of which, I, I re, uh, I'm, okay. This either ruins Looney <laughs> Tunes for you and pisses you off, or it's a great homage. I don't know which, but they did the little... Uh, the little Pulp Fiction moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's where a lot of the Bugs Bunny stuff used to be. You know, it was the original Looney Tunes was to to pimp out Warner Brothers musical library and in little shorts yeah, before they'd, movies. And they'd, and they'd make fun of the current it, actors. Yeah, then eventually the they started. And, yeah, they started making fun of the actors that were in their mm-hmm. films. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, a little more like promotion. Like you see work. a Marlon Brando or. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so in this they, case, this, they is did this, all that. this is them riffing on. The now two year old or so, year and a half old Pulp Fiction, right? It's kind of that was a moment. I where, wanted more. I wanted more of yeah, that. Yeah, I would have liked more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More of that. That's why been it good. felt so out of place because there wasn't stuff like that throughout the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right and in the that's if yeah, if they had been doing that all along, and also if they had just made more connections between the the different characters, right? Mm-hmm. Like Bugs Bunny has a crew. Michael Jordan doesn't. He's just all all alone throughout this whole movie, basically. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Wayne Knight doesn't have a crew. He's by himself on the golf course in the middle of the night digging a hole. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it just I, I you if you're gonna if you're gonna really get me with characters, you have to have those characters have relationships. Yeah. And they just didn't. They didn't really care have for those. that yeah. in this movie. Yeah. yeah, they weren't into it. Uh, by the way, my mind was blown. I was having some. Where is it? I was having some of this about an IMDb listing. It said that, um, you know, they made a little joke about Muggsy Bogue says that ball looks like something out of Star Trek. Yeah. And then the trivia says, ironically, it's not really ironic, but Star Trek First Contact would open the very next weekend. And I went, oh. that doesn't sound right, because I swear that movie came out in 98. I was, I was convinced First Contact was a film in 98. Nope, it came out in 96. I was say, who was correct? Uh, they were. I was wrong. They were. Yeah. <laughs> How you, ironical. You know, yeah. you, know what, uh, you know what was ironic? Having a movie called Space Jam and barely even, even having Marvin the Martian in it, other yeah. than to be a referee in a few times. I mean, why would he not be like the pivotal character? Right. In some form, I mean, in a different story, you might have been. And I know, yeah. I, I know you Dunaway like Marvin the Martian, and I, <laughs> and so I spent the whole movie thinking about you. Yeah. <laughs> like I kept Thank thinking, where, like Marvin the Martian, he's gonna be like a main character, and I guess he'd have to the, be. I guess mm-hmm. they, the people making this movie, did just didn't think of him. Like no. they didn't really. Yeah, they decided to make instead of him being either on the side of the tunes or on the side of the uh, the monsters, they made him on yeah. the side of like he's a ref, neutral. Yeah, he's neutral. Neutral. Would what? you think like he would take the side of the the, the aliens, monsters, right? Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Monsters. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to make a correction. My favorite live action mixed with animation. I said earlier was probably with, with sports. Uh, Go ahead. What? Uh, <laughs> All right. If I don't include the Cause, sports, because Dunaway did make that important <laughs> distinction. <laughs> um, it's another Bill Murray film. 
but it's uh, I really like oh, the Osmosis, Osmosis Jones. Jones. Oh yeah, I love, yeah. I love character that style movie. is very similar. Yeah, yeah, that's a great movie. If I know people, yeah. it's also kind of gross and weird, and it's just edgy. It's yeah. worth seeing if you it's like seen a, it's it. like an inner space for animation. Right? Yeah, it's got Chris Rock in it, and yeah. um, he's only ever animated. Uh, David Hyde Pierce is great as that pill robot thing. Mm-hmm. Like a Tylenol robot. Uh, it's great. Bill William Shatner's in it. It's good. People should see it. Uh, okay, here's a fun little note. Bill Murray's jersey number, number 22, don't know if you guys knew this, is a nod to his film Groundhog Day, which occurs on February 2nd oh, of or 2-2. Wow. So that was a little, uh, you know, a little little poke there. And then uh, he also, when he says, you know, they said, how did you get to the stadium? He says, I'm a friend of the producer. Which is literally true. Ivan Reitman is the producer who directed him in right. Ghostbusters, so that's kind of a funny little little thing. Yeah, there. and he starts off this his his appearance uh, on the golf course talking mm-hmm. to the ball in the in the way he does. Little Caddyshacky, yeah. little Caddyshack. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that that we have a Bill Murray quote in the trivia about how he just doesn't understand what he was doing in that movie. It's kind of obvious. That's what's, fun, that's what's fun about Bill Murray. I think the reason why he's still, you know, fairly relevant today because he's just always been like, you want to be in this movie? Okay. Yeah. He's kind of, you know, you be in zombie land. All right. I can do that. Yeah. Can I play as myself? All right. Cool. Yeah. He's just sort of chilling. Chill. Yeah. Just chill. Out. Everyone loves him, man. That dude, yeah. that dude's, uh, Except by a significant other who hates uh, Scrooge so bad. Oh, I don't like Scrooge so either. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I like Scrooge. Mm-hmm. Scrooge is not good. But once again, it and I'm afraid to because I'm worried that it won't hold up because Scott's look, told me it does not. I hold just up. don't think it Holiday does. Holiday movies, you know this about me. Holiday movies, I know you're a sucker for much them. Lower so bar, I, much so, lower bar. So same here, but I'm telling you that yeah. bar is really low for that movie. <laughs> it's just I don't know what it is. I feel like he didn't really want to be there. It, it's missing that aspect of Bill Murray's just sort of hanging out. It's like he's. He feels like he wants to get out and be done, and let's let's stop this. This is bad. This is a bad movie. This let's was get it. Out here. But that was that was the time when he was kind of uh, remind me very much of his Ghostbusters character, where he's kind of just kind of pissed about everything. So yeah, but Ghostbusters was, in contrast, a very good right. movie. See, so that's the difference. But good movie, right? Bad but movie. but then but then Ghostbusters two, same character, garbage movie. Yeah, garbage movie. Yeah, right. No one likes two. So, if you like two, you're just wrong and you don't know it. Yeah, exactly. You, if you like two, you like goo because there's a lot of it. <laughs> and it's pink. Do we? Sack? I like the goo though, but I didn't yeah. like two. Yeah, yeah. The no. question here is: Do we sack Scrooge to get Ibit to watch it? Ooh, mm. fascinating. If um, it comes available, I I would totally watch it for film sack, and I'll wait. I'll wait until uh, Christmas to do Christmas it. Time to do it. Sure. Yeah, I'll do it in Christmas. I can't. Yeah, it has to be around Christmas because that's the uh, that's the only justification I can make for watching that again. I just really dislike <laughs> it, but I'll watch it for us. I'd love to have a, you know, us talk about it and chat about it. Oh my gosh, Dunaway, where did you get that caricature of Michael Jordan? Right, <laughs> I just did. I all I did was I did a search for Michael Jordan because I was like, you know, I always hate doing this. Whenever I whenever I uh, Google search a celebrity. Yeah. You can tell you can really tell what people think because underneath uh, the image search there's always the the tied in most popular searches and luckily Michael Jordan we look for him in the Google image searches has like wallpaper dunk yeah. basketball space jam and over here is cartoon and I was like oh that's kind of weird looking cartoon and I enjoyed that what I don't enjoy is where stuff like Fiona Apple 
I was looking at that yesterday, you know, and it was like, what looks like now? And then it's like, Fiona Apple fat. And I'm like, that's just <laughs> really just, pe- just people being dicks. Why are yeah. you? Yeah. 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 The internet is, is uh, there. Uh, it's full of dicks. She, it's full of dicks. Right. Yeah. I'm turns like, out. <laughs> yeah. turns out you can not only get a lot of pictures of wieners, but there are actual pe- people actual who are wieners. wieners. Drawn those pictures of wieners. Yes. On the, uh, yes. Don't ever yeah. search for Fiona Apple and expect anything less than a-holes. Is what I'm thinking. Right. But then all, then on the other other t- side, I'm seeing people looking for stuff like beautiful and wallpaper and paper bag. Yeah. No, they're good people, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. There's just a lot mm-hmm. of dicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imagine a room. OK, if you will. Where <laughs> already, a good, I'm already laughing. Let's that. say there's 100 people in that room and probably 50 to 60 of them are just cool. They're just hanging out and doing their thing and enjoying themselves. And then the others all have their wieners out. In various right. various poses, some of them are, you know, fully erect and waving them in your face, and some of them are just sort of going, "Yeah, look at this, I got a wiener here." See, and some are just rubbing it on somebody else. That's the internet. Hey, Richie Robinson, I got a, I got a penis here. See, that's the internet. That that's my yeah. internet analogy right there. And the, the fifty to sixty people, usually the majority by some number, yeah, they're doing fine. They're all right. Right. But then there's a lot I, of dicks. I, you know, I I did speaking of penis pics. Uh, they had a they had a shot in Space Jam uh, yeah. of the Piggly Wiggly, which I appreciated. That's this. Oh yeah, I like I like right. the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, I went to Piggly Wiggly this past week and uh, went shopping. It's a little True story. Driving nice. Miss Daisy crossover. Yeah, uh, part yeah. of the film. That was yeah. all right. Did Brian you... Dunaway, did they make <laughs> him wear a, a mask over your face in the Piggly dude? Wiggly? We're reopening South Carolina tomorrow, so I mean, <laughs> no. literally, you, you think I'm kidding? Is true? Really, that's they, true. Yeah, yeah. You guys on. never really. Shut it down entirely. No, yeah. they didn't. I I practice all of what was being recommended. Yeah, and uh, I. But no, this state has been ready to open since the day we closed, which was yeah. like a week ago. Plus, there, you guys are looking at this map here. You guys are nice and red still. So. Yeah, we we yeah. yeah we didn't have as many, so we didn't get hit as hard. So, which makes it even tougher for people to rationalize it because it's like, okay, where's the dead bodies you promised us? Yeah. I don't uh, see them. I'm so. an entitled American. How come it's not affecting right, me? This so. must be a hoax. All right. Yeah. That's so, it. yeah. Sounds yeah. Right. That yeah. sounds about right. Good job, though, Brian, for doing I, your part for your community I just and yourself. Wanna, I, yeah. I misspoke. They're not making me wear a mask in the grocery store. There are just signs everywhere that say I'm required to. I know very, very well that they can't make me wear a mask because right. to make me wear a mask, they would have to come touch me. Right. <laughs> right. They're not going to do that. <laughs> they're just going to, they're just probably going to stand at a safe distance and scream at me. <laughs> no, they're going to uh, come at you like, uh, like keys and ET can in a full yeah. hazmat suit and flashlights <laughs> come right walk, walk right through your blinds and your patio door. And... Right. I think it'd be fun to walk in there with a gag ball. It'd be pretty fun. Uh, that'd be good. Like, wow. like, from, like from Pulp Fiction. Like the Pulp Fiction gag balls. Just walk in there. Yeah, yeah. Just that's bring out that, the gimp. Yeah, sure. bring out that's the what, gimp. Uh, that's, what, that's what Fauci said to use. He said... Uh, yeah, yeah, Dr. Fauci in all of his wisdom. Yeah. Uh, if you can't do a mask, wear a gag ball, he says. Yeah. I don't think he said that. <laughs> no, he didn't. Let's not spread misinformation. <laughs> Let's not do it. Um, all right. Um, let's see. So what did Bugs oh. Bunny put in that water that he said was Jordan juice? What was he put was something in there? Placebo. He shook it up. What? But yeah, it was it wasn't just a placebo? Think, he, he did, did he something. put something in. I thought he just acted like he put something in it. To... Okay, maybe he maybe his sleight of hand was better than my. Eyes. Well, yeah, but how come he, he got all buff and big and and huge? Because he he's a Looney Tune. <laughs> he pushed up his arms with his hand and gave a little winky face. I guess so. Right. 
Okay, so that, be like that. so none of that was. <laughs> it, all of it made me think that maybe Jordan is is open to cheating because there was there, <laughs> oh there's this God, idea because yes. there's this idea that Michael like that. Michael Jordan's just like there's a purity about him. He's you know he had his gambling stuff, but basically he's just a you know a good guy, family guy, all that. But in this movie, when he's playing baseball, he's just going yeah. ahead and letting the catcher cheat for him. Yeah, you can tell that he doesn't like that. Like, he, no, you can tell he doesn't like it, but he's just kind of going for it. He's just sort of letting it happen. And then later he drinks what they think is uh, everybody thinks Jordan is a, juice. <laughs> everyone yeah. thinks is performance enhancing juice or whatever. And he's like, all right, let's do let's, I don't know. Some of that yeah, stuff rubbed me a little wrong. Like, uh, you know, we need something to make these guys, you know, feel better about their performance. And. I don't know. I feel like I feel like he does enough stuff in both of those instances to kind of prove that it's like, well, you know, I he's know not, you told me not, not to. I know you it. told me not to swing at this grounder. I'm going to do it anyway because I had to, man. I right, can't. Right. I'm not going to sit here and cheat with you. Yeah, well, I and I also so. thought that that whole scene was about uh, showing you that everyone around him is starstruck and trying yeah. to impress yeah. him. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, There's definitely how he really felt. Nothing to do with cheating. Yeah, because he got a he got a big pass, I'm sure, in lots of instances. Well, but yeah, the some, media was some of that did feel some of that felt a little autobiographical because right there was definitely a sense when he when he retired and was going to play baseball for a while. Um, how did he go anywhere? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. how did you get anything done without people going, "Oh, Michael Jordan, blah, 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 blah. You're, even your own team, <laughs> even if you screwed up." I like that they go. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Hey Jordan! Oh, little, shut little, up! Little. Is that a green screenshot of this? <laughs> I don't know, but I like it. Oh <laughs> wow! It's it's Jordan playing against the green screen. Uh, right. Other basketball players. I love the dude in the foreground in the front left. Is uh, oh, I love it. It's basically no, us. we're talking about a picture in the chat room that the image just sent us. Yeah, uh, this dude's got screen. dad bod. It from, uh, it's from IMDb, and if you search through the photos, you can see you know Michael Jordan playing basketball with a bunch of guys in right. green screen uh, onesies. <laughs> It's so funny, but the guy in the front—he just looks like one of us. He's just one, one of us. us. Oh, I want to see that movie. I want to yeah. see the movie. Yeah, that's yeah. This stuff. Okay, making up. Here's here's a question I have before we go to clips. Uh, did was this the first movie? Speaking of Bill Murray, was this foreshadowing the Bill Murray stunt casting we would now have up until this day? Because like Zombieland kind of stuff. You yeah, mean? where it's like, oh, Bill Murray's in this for a minute. But not very much. Mm-hmm. Weird. Okay, on with yeah. your movie. And I feel like there's been a bunch of these, but maybe there've only been a few. <laughs> I just think there's been a bunch. But it seems yeah, like it feels like a lot of them. It yeah. Feels like a lot. He's always. He's always. I think Bill Murray's always conscious that if you leave the public eye, it, it's hard to get back in there. And so I think he's always managed himself well mm. to make sure that he's always there somewhere. Did you ever watch that documentary about? How he's all over the place shows up like at a high at a at a college party and just plays in right. the band for the night and then does their dishes and then leaves. Perfect. It's great. You should watch that documentary. <laughs> What's that called? Being Doc- Bill Murray or something. Documentary Bill Murray. It. I could not believe the stuff he does, and they have like yeah. footage of all of it. Like he just shows up and does shit. Oh, here it is. Um, the Bill Murray stories. The Bill Murray stories, right? It's okay. on Amazon. I've been Prime. trying to get you guys to watch Tootsie so we can see more of Bill Murray as Jeff, but you just won't do it. I mean, I, I, I just want to see it I, so that we can have an entire episode where you keep calling it Tootsie. Yeah, Tootsie. I will. Yeah. Tootsie. Yeah, the, the whole world calls it Tootsie, but Brian Dunaway calls it Tootsie. Tootsie. 
Yeah. And I don't want him to ever change. (laughs) He says it. He says it like it's spelled. Yeah. 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 It's just not how it's said. And you call them Tootsie Rolls, right? Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Absolutely. I mean, if you're gonna you're gonna have that song, you're gonna say Tootsie Roll. You're not gonna say. All right. If we were if if we were sitting across from each other at a at a a bench at the food court eating some uh, sabaro. And you started uh, touching my foot with your foot. Would you say that we were playing footsie? <laughs> Why Sabaro at the mall? Why? <laughs> I'm painting a picture. Oh, man. Yeah. Some very ugly picture. No, no. He's painting, the, he's I painting call it, my I teenagers. would call it feetsies. We're playing feetsies. <laughs> feetsies. Even better. All right. But what about, do you say puss? Puss, <laughs> puss the lotion on his skin? No, I was going to say puss in boots. But it doesn't work because I was going to say. It's puss in boots. Puss. <laughs> Everybody knows it's pussing boots. Been walking in them boots too long. Now your feet are all pussy. That's gross. Grossest. That's what grossed me out about this movie. Nothing else did, by the way. There's nothing gross in this movie. Just all no. Like even when so the spit shine didn't bother you. Them all sharing the same uh, water bottle. That was because they're cartoons. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I know. If Wayne Knight would have, oh wait, wait, Wayne Knight did drink some of it. Oh, did he? Okay, well then yeah. now, now we have a now we have a contender. Oh, I know what it was. Here's the good thing that grossed me out, so I will I will play this. All right, Wayne Knight deflating. <laughs> Wayne Knight. Yeah. So Wayne Knight, you're close. Wayne Knight, uh, when he put his hands up because he was open for the pass before he got blown up. Oh yeah. He so shaved his stain. he shaved his armpits. Now, what's nothing wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying it's gross that he would shave his own armpits. My feeling was that someone else had to do it, and that idea is gross. So it's not a, it's not implicit in the movie. But somebody had to lay down, or he had to lay down, hold his arms up, and somebody had to shave those freaking armpits off could, of Newman. I could shave my own armpits. I wouldn't have to have somebody do it for yeah, me. I, not I agree, I, and you're probably right. But I just had this feeling that in a movie where everything, every shot matters, somebody somewhere is like, no, you go to makeup to have that done. Some uh, Cheryl, get out the shears. It's time, Cheryl. It's time <laughs> to shear the sheep. It's time, it's time to shave down Wayne Knight <laughs> TV's Newman, you know? I just I don't know why that the idea that I got it. in my head and it bugged me. All right. Mm. Also, just why not just have him be all hairy? It's fine. You're a man. Mm-hmm. Just be hairy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's do some clips. I have a number of them. Turns out uh, a large, not not a large number, but a turns few. Out. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna play them and uh, see how it goes. For example, it's hard. Uh, for me not to hear Mel Blank in this. So here you go. Stop this cartoon. We've got an emergency cartoon character union meeting to go to. It just is not the same. Mm. No, it's, not. No. it's okay it's not in a pinch. Bad, though. It's like, okay. But... I've heard a lot of examples of replacement voices where I was cringing. That's actually really good and close. Yeah, maybe Porky Pig's the closest. Bugs was off, and I love Billy West, but I didn't like Bugs' voice much. Um, but here's the voice of Homer in the uh, in the crowd, not doing Homer, but just sitting there. This guy next to me is doing something very weird in his raincoat. Honey, will you just let me watch the game? Barkley's killing us. There you go. Don't forget about Patricia Heaton there. Yeah, Patricia Heaton. That's right. Patricia Heaton. She, uh, Heaton. Tim, Tim the Toolman Taylor's wife, right? Oh, my gosh. No. Who, who am I thinking of? Uh, everybody loves Raymond also from the middle. Oh, that's right. it, yeah. Right. Sure. And like, a million like other that shows. That character is so far off from being Tim <laughs> Toolman Taylor's. Uh, Very I, you know much what? I can, no, I, they are, but I conflate them all the time. I mix those yeah. two ladies up. I just do. Sorry, ladies. I think Patricia <laughs> Heaton is a treasure. She's, she's fine. She's great. I just mix her up with people. 
All right, here's uh, Newman uh, doing all the product placement. Come on, Michael, it's game time. Get your Hanes on, lace up your Nikes, grab your Wheaties and your Gatorade, and we'll pick up a Big Mac on the way to the ballpark. All, by the way, those last three in combination, <laughs> Wheaties, Gatorade, and a Big Mac, blah. Ugh, gross. <laughs> blah. There's what grossed out Scott. Yeah, I should have thought of that. A list of food that people eat. <laughs> all right. Here's, poor combination. Here's uh, Vladi Divac trying to talk, and he's terrible at it. So here's that. Yeah, it could be invasion of a body snatcher. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, could it be an invasion of a body snatcher? <laughs> <laughs> Just let him play basketball. Don't let him talk. It's weird how close as a character, how close he was to the truth. Yeah. He was like super close to the truth there. Yeah. They all put Because on... there was an alien invasion. They had been snatching kind of bodies. Yeah. He was right. Yeah, it could be invasion of a body snatcher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> You have money. Bodies, yeah, you give me money. We need the money. Give All me right. money. <laughs> give me my money. Here's uh, Larry Bird. Keep it down. Trying to hit this ball. All right. Letting hit the ball there. Yikes. Here's weird. You this know, is... Eli Manning is that now. That's him. That's Eli Manning does all the commercials and he talks very Oh, yeah, yeah, things. yeah. In fact, these other oh, voices are a lot alike. That's weird that you say right. that. Also, Larry Bird, just a weird looking dude, isn't he? Just a weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, he is. He's I mean, a legend. He's yeah. a. He looks like a bird. That's yeah. the cool thing about his name. It's yeah. very. It's very appropriate. And he is a legend. He's one of the greatest players of all time. But he just. He's got like a cowlick right in the front. Just a <laughs> look. Just look. A he was asked. Dude. He was asked when he entered this world, "Would you prefer to be an attractive man or very talented?" <laughs> he said both. But guess what? Yeah, they screwed up on the entry <laughs> form, and he got all. By talent. the way, Scott. Yeah. On on Larry Bird, that's not a cow lick; that's a French lick. Oh, beautiful! Oh. Also, he uh, if you ever go go look for compilations of some of his crazy assists during his career, unfreaking believable that guy. Amazing, Amazing the guy. stuff he I, the passes he would make that would end up being scored points, not him shooting, but him just getting the ball to somebody. Unbelievable! It's like watching magic and not Magic Johnson. Let me let me tell you something <laughs> about Larry Bird. Not he's tall. Magic. He's a tall guy, and I guarantee you, he's never had any trouble with the ladies. Well, he done just fine, I'm sure. He's trying to hit his ball. All right, check this out. This is Larry. Uh, this is some commentary on Larry Bird and his and his race. Here you go. Larry's not white. Larry's clear. I don't understand that. <laughs> See, he's he's, <laughs> he's so, a polar bear. He's, he's so whiter white. than white. Oh, yeah. It's like your it's like your people from Finland. Uh, oh, uh, joke. Oh. There's, yeah. He's so pale, you can pretty much see his uh, heart beating through his skin like a little baby right. fish. Like a baby fish. Polar. That's right. Polar bears are uh, not white. You know that, right? They're <laughs> no, they're like gross and brown. They have boo marks, they're, too. Yeah, they're transparent. Yeah. They're, the polar bears are not the Coke kind. The real polar bears are all yellowy and gross. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. stink. Anyway. And they stink. Yeah. I've slept with one. Yeah, they smell they bad. They stink. Uh, all right, here's... Oh, I wrote what's going on here. What's going on here? Oh, that's him saying it. <laughs> Uh, nothing better than when your description of the clip is the same words as the clip oops all right here's a love it here's a rude joke from the looney tunes oh we've got balls good they got balls Mm -hmm. basketballs yeah uh also not a great i like sylvester the cat not a good voice for the cat sounded wrong didn't like it oh so you didn't like the suffering sucker tash i like him as a character and the old ones is great but not so much here uh, also, the feet on Tweety were too big. They were too big. He has big feet, but not that big. <laughs> they no, they you're right. They did that for a while. They they exaggerated his feet. Yeah, it's too mean, much. 
He was actually very pretty popular during the 90s. I like the Tweety Bird. No way Tweety can sit on a perch with those feet. No. No. Those are gnarly feet. Here's a... uh, What's this? Lemony Fresh. Tasmania Devil. (laughs) Lemony Fresh. All right. Did this ever happen? I'll never go out with Madonna again. Did he ever date Madonna? (laughs) Charles Barkley? The, The trivia says that he did, but I only remember Rodman. Yeah, Madonna. that's what I thought, mm-hmm. too. Also, why would you date Dennis Rodman? Why? <laughs> He's so weird. He's the worm, man. They don't call they, him the worm for yeah, nothing. Yeah. And there was a nod to him, too. Who was, who was, there was like a quick shot that was oh, really? supposed to be dressed like. Yeah, was it just they were the, dressed, had, the, had the green oh. hair and everything like he did during that time. Oh, I know. It was when they were coming out on court uh, after the, At the coming end, out of retirement. Right, yeah. The... yeah, he was there. So was Pippin. You can see Pippin and... No, no. I mean, those actual animated character. I think it was Bugs Bunny or or maybe Daffy Duck. He said he was going to dress up as or something like that. It was oh, just a quick no, I missed that. Hmm. Was it when Daffy had all the crazy clothes on? Because that was just nineties ass been. looking. Might have been stuff. Everything sounded like uh, who the don't don't go chasing waterfalls girls. What are their names? Uh, TLC. TLC. Everything sounded like TLC music. It really did. Yeah, I was no, amazed at how many times, how many things you could rhyme in the opening. Uh, the opening music with slam and jam. Yeah. Oh wait, no, yeah, they only yeah. use those two words. Oh right, 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 right. right. They only, <laughs> those two words co- coincidentally. Gonna make you slam. Yeah, they gonna slam. make you jam. Yeah, the jam. Gonna make jam. You want to slam? Up on some slam. <laughs> Porky Pig is a ham. That really nope. went on a long nope. time. Nope. It really no. did. That song, up. like I was like, oh, and now the no, song is whoop. There it is. Oh yeah. no, it was hoops. There it is. They had hoops. to change the yeah the lyrics. Yeah, freaking hoops. There it is. Hoops, there it that is. That sucks. All right, here's. Uh, I like this guy. He's fixing a devil. He's fixing a devil. This is one roll to yell that. He's fixing a devil. I like that. <laughs> also, the way there's no way Wayne Knight, aka Newman, could dig a hole as big as he dug. There's no way. No, no, he, he would have died. Um, here's a thing. That's how we get all that weight loss. Oh, this is Jordan's fake kid. Here you go. Oh, right. He was a little too into it. I didn't like that kid. Yeah, they played that kid off a little. He didn't seem humble at all. I always feel like Michael Jordan was somewhat humble. Yeah, and the kid, and they weren't his real kids, but he has kids named after. You know, those are all their kids' names and the ages and stuff. Those kids weren't his kids. I got you. I got you. Not okay. I'm sorry. That proxy proxy kids. They were proxy children. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, it's probably better that way. Proxy All right. Spawn. Here's the here's a little too close, hitting too close to home. Listen, after meeting with team owners, I have decided that until we can guarantee the health and safety of our NBA players, there will be no more basketball this season. Jeez. No! Was was Jeez. that from six weeks ago? That feels like it. <laughs> the horror. Commissioner. Twenty five year uh uh Nostradamus guess. Right. Yeah. I don't like it. No, sir, I don't. All right, here's Foghorn Leghorn. Kind of made me laugh this one scene. And by the way, much underappreciated uh, character in the Chuck Jones years mm-hmm. was Foghorn Leghorn. I loved yeah. him. I loved the girl that was trying to date him, the chicken. I love the chicken hawk stuff. I think he is. <laughs> that was some of the best stuff. Yeah. Great. And the only yeah. time that the cartoon parts of things actually made me giggle was this point. Did you order original recipe or extra crispy? There was something about his face <laughs> and the way they did it that was very reminiscent of the old stuff and it worked for me. So I like that. Uh, finally. Oh, yeah. This is Muggsy Bugs. 
Look like something from Star Trek. Look like something from Star Trek. <laughs> All right, that's your uh, that's your clips for the day. Time for this. Film sack checklist. Hey, you want to get this movie done? You only get Bill Murray for half a day. Check. Uh, hey, put Speedy Gonzalez in this movie, you cowards. You cowards. Oh, that's cowards. That's because he's racist. I'm at least slow. Racist. At least, yeah. yeah so racist. a little racist. Uh, uh, finally, everyone touches Stan's ball. Check. All right. Uh, Star Trek Connection, there are a couple of them, uh, major ones. Steve Kahila played Monstar Blanco and the announcer of the games. Uh, in Voyager, he played uh, Sutok in the fifth episode's Fair Trade. And then Frank Welker, uh, Randy may have mentioned this in pre-show, I'm not sure, but Frank Welker, back in it, he's always in something we're watching, he played Charles the Dog, Charles Barkley the Dog. Um, in the- I know, get it? Charles Barkley. Named after Charles Barkley. Uh-huh. Right. Of course, my Named Jordan. by his wife, but no doubt. Guess she had Just it. to rub it a little bit into Jordan's face. Here, here. I used to have a friend when I lived in Austin who had a dog named Charles Barkey. Oh, <laughs> I kind of like that. I kind of like that better. A That's little, a little yeah. better. Charles yeah. Barkey. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, he was in Star Trek three. He did. Uh, Frank Welker was the voice of Spock screams when he was going through the puberty. Remember that? <laughs> That's maybe my favorite. Good Live trivia. long and prosper. <laughs> It was that rapid teenage Everybody heard thing. so much. Yep. <laughs> it was also in Voyager. It was creature sounds for the cytoplasmic life form in the episode Nothing Human. Um, and I'm sure more than that. Frank Welker is in every part of our lives. Uh, soundtrack grade, I give it a B for better than it deserved probably. It's uh, James Newton Howard. He's a great composer. Uh, does all sorts of great music and great movies. This is a movie he did music for and it's fine. It's good. It's yeah. just, you know, it's what I felt it is. Like I, I felt like I noticed it positively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, the... the Very, I mean, 90s is perfect for what it was in, right? Sure, but it was all... It, he did all the orchestral stuff, and it sounded, you know, it sounded fine. It was good. Mm-hmm. There was, there was a, it was an interstitial thing with lots of, I believe I can fly, constantly mm-hmm. happening. But when he would get the orchestra going, it was fine. Score yeah. stuff. Did you did yeah. you hear the uh, did you hear the saxophone in that? Did you? Uh, I did not hear the saxophone in the, in the modern orchestra ensemble. Oh, yeah. oh, hey, because of our thing on TMS, I see. What you're oh, doing. right. Was uh, there some flutes there? I see what you're maybe? doing. I see what you're doing. I like what you're doing. A, sli- <laughs> a slide whistle, maybe, perhaps, maybe, <laughs> or two. Could be lots of those. I mean, during, uh, those uh, uh, jizz harp. Yep. A mouth harp, I don't know what they call it now, because probably not Jews harp anymore. Oh, is that what it was? I didn't realize gross. it was a Jews thing. Juice harp. Oh, yeah, ju- what would you say? I thought you said juice be, harp. It used to be called a Jews harp. Like a oh. J-U-J-E-W-S? I thought juice like spit. I've oh. always heard that wrong then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, now you know, so you won't say it in mixed company. You won't say Jews right. harp and not Yeesh. get in trouble. Yeah. Now known as the jaw harp, the mouth harp, the comus, the Ozark harp. Yeah. Huh. Or the Murtunga. Okay. Well, those aren't offensive yet, so it's fine. That's right. Stick with those. All right. We're going to get to the uh, Twitter post. This is where you guys in 280 characters or less describe this film. Let's start with Randy. Space Jam. Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. <clears throat> Excuse me. Going down my throat. Mm. Uh, welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance. Do your dance. 
at the Saturday night at Ibbett's house. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close. I didn't know Pretty you were, I didn't know he was going there. That's very good. Uh, Brian Dunaway? In a similar vein, I'm going to do my Space Jam because I didn't realize how many times these words showed up in most songs in hip-hop from the 90s. <laughs> Party people in the house, fill the bass, work that body. Hey, DJ, turn it up. Hoop. There it is. Do you dance? <laughs> do your dance. Wave your hands in the air. Come on, come on. Ladies, fellas, na na na, nineties. <laughs> I like your hoop. There Summed it is. up the nineties perfectly. Yeah. In right. One, in one yeah. Well done. And, and you gotta you gotta think about hip hop lyrics as like word clouds for eras, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like in the teens, in the twenty teens, suddenly this word shoddy is in everything. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shoddy. Mm-hmm. It's like a shotgun, right? Shoddy. And you will you will always you will always be able to recognize that era. Mm-hmm. They also like to say ratata for the sound of a of a machine gun or a yeah. That's Mac. that's very that's yes. Yeah, that's going to yeah. mark this ratata. Sure. That makes me I hate that term. Anyway, uh, Ryan Ibbett. Space Jam, a movie that proves that actors can't play basketball and that basketball players can't act. No, <laughs> you're not wrong. And I really did think Barkley had a bigger role. I don't know why I did. I mean, he kind of did, but I thought he talked more and that it was okay. Anyway. I mean, they did have one whole scene with just him and the the street toughs and stuff. So yeah, those girls. Was, was he in another movie? Maybe Where he had a prominent role. Maybe there's something. Can't put my finger on why, but there's something. That, uh, maybe it's because I just heard a lot of interviews. Because like he's a great yeah. interview. He he can really go off. He reminds me of um, Muhammad Ali, actually. Just very animated and can really talk in an interview style thing. But I guess it's, there's no movies that he's good in. I just thought there was. So, whatever. Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. Played a lot of basketball. He's cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, hey, oh, gosh, dang it. Look at this. I just got this. This one just handed to me. This is definitely not a bag of, uh, of uh, uh, sunflower seeds. Talents? No, this oh. is a list. <laughs> And this list is uh, the uh, the almost titles. These are alternate titles. It was almost called Charles Barkley is very forward thinking because he, he would play power forward, see? Ah. Yeah. And finally, how Bugs got his boner back. They just wouldn't let that yeah. one go. Yeah. Wow. Let it happen. Aruga. <laughs> Aruga. Yeah, what's that, Doc? <laughs> uh, check this out. Justin B. wrote in. Send us an email to filmsack at gmail.com. Justin Bieber? Justin really? B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Justin Bieber. The Biebs getting in here. He says, hey, Sackies. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Hey. <laughs> says, I just want to hey. take a moment to thank you guys for the episode about Final Destination. I've been listening on and off since your first episode. And for this one, this one uh, for me, by far, was one of the funniest ever. I couldn't stop laughing. Being an essential employee at a hospital, this was very welcome. Please keep up your hilarious work and safe, uh, or, and be safe and home, says Justin B. Well, Justin Thank Bieber, you, we're glad Bieber. to hear that your work in a uh, hospital setting has <laughs> has proven more, uh, you know, rewarding Enjoyable. maybe than popular music has That's been. Right, more of a contribution to society. Good, well done. Yeah, well done. exactly. Anyway, it's also cool. Is it to too hear. late for me to say sorry? Yeah, it's too yeah. late. It's too, you know what? I kind of like that song. I should be embarrassed, right? Because I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, I kind of yeah. like it. It's it's all right. It's a you know. No, at least you're not admitting that you like baby, baby, baby. Oh, yeah, I hate that one. That one sucks, but that one I like. And you know what? There's other ones. Like I, I still think that Bangers album from Miley Cyrus is actually all right. <laughs> well, that one it's okay to like, but uh, oh, it is. I didn't yeah. know that. I was yeah. told. I was told that yeah. wasn't cool. Not the Biebs. Not the Biebs. All right. 
No Biebs. But Justin B. Hos- this Our Justin B. is awesome. And please be yes. safe in what you're doing and uh, at that hospital, whatever it may be. And uh, thanks for being who you are. And then also, uh, we're glad you like Final Destination. We do look forward some at some point getting uh, to the rest of those stupid movies so we can make you laugh even more. Sure. Uh, speaking of movies, next week we are watching the movie Nighthawks, 1981. Plural. Yep, two Plural, of them. Yes. At least two, possibly more. Uh, you got your Sylvester Stallone. Uh, Rugger Hauer is in this. Uh, who else did we say? It was a big deal. It was a bunch of people. Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lindsay Wagner. Uh, <gasps> what have we here? He'll say. Oh, Lindsay Wagner, uh, the bionic woman. The $6 million woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she was. Uh, didn't she cost Was she more? also $6 million? I think she cost or more. Or was she just the bionic woman? She cost more, I think. Yeah, did she? <laughs> I think she cost more than Steve Rogers did or whatever his name was. <laughs> Steve Rogers. Three quarters of $6 million. <laughs> Why did I say Steve Rogers? What's his name? Steve. Uh, no, Steve Rogers. Austin. Austin. Rogers is Captain America. Nerd. Anyway, <laughs> that is the thing. We're going to watch it. 1981. Never seen it. Sounds perfect for us. It's on Netflix. You have no excuse, listeners. You should watch it too and then join us for our viewing of Night Hawks. Uh, that's going to do it for the show. Filmsack.com is the website. And if you're looking for anything, you'll find it there. So go check it out. You can also find us on every platform that has podcasts on it. No matter what player you're using, what service you like, doesn't matter what ecosystem. Hell, you can just say to your freaking Echo or your Google Home or any of those things, play Filmsack and it will. Uh, so get us wherever you get us. And we'd appreciate reviews on any of those platforms. They help us in lots and lots of ways and help the show become more discoverable. Filmsack at gmail.com is that email address. Please use it just like Justin B did. And you can find us on Twitter at Filmsack. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Lemony Fresh. We'll see you next time. <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Keep it down. I'm trying to hit this ball. Okay, Larry. <laughs>